on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today's episode is a brewery takeover of, wait for it, North Coast Brewing Company in lovely Fort Bragg, California. The North Coast Brewing beers that we'll be tasting and discussing today are Old Stock Ale, Old Rasputin, Scrimshaw Pilsner, Brother Theolonius Belgian Style Abbey Ale, the Tart Cherry Berliner Weiss, Prankster Belgian. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> what? Look, what? Try spelling when you're drunk. Right. Prankster. They were ben- making fun of Belgian your reading ability. Golden Ale. We all know that one. And, and uh, of course, ability. the one that Dave drinks all the time: Foggy Day IPA. And then constantly <laughs> in a fog. You guys are jerks. <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, 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 everyone, to another sud segment where, through very exhaustive research, we've found that if you drink enough beer, both good old boy Dave and good old boy Kendall will sound exactly alike. And they talk about the same thing. <laughs> See? Wow, it worked. We're not even wow. drinking yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice little chuckle there. That was a little creepy. That's Yeah, that was a little intent. creepy. Yep, it's kind of my thing. That's the mm-hmm. intent. If I drink enough beer, I start reading like Dave. Oh, burn. <laughs> True. And smelling like Dave? <laughs> yeah, we get there too. Damn it, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Spot on. <laughs> well, I am good old gal Juliana, and joining me at the table today is good old boy Kendall. It's always a pleasure to be here, but I'm really excited about today. Reverend Mark. Yeah, can't wait to get into these old classic beers. <laughs> good old boy Dave. If I peed my pants, would you pretend I just got wet from the rain? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and making his debut on the dark side of the podcast is Made Man Bob. It's just basically whiskey you haven't finished yet. Bob spelled backwards is Bob. Exactly. I spell mine backwards. Some spell it B O B, but I spell it B O B. It's a big difference. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Today's episode is a brewery takeover of, wait for it, North Coast Brewing Company in lovely Fort Bragg, California. Can you believe this is the first time we're doing this? 
There's a Fort Bragg in California. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's yeah, it really is because this is a legendary brewery. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and some of these styles have informed our judgment about so many others. As we will be discussing yeah. in California's a brief few minutes. Mendocino Coast. Yeah. Well, good old boy, Dave. Why don't you tell us a little bit about North Coast? Okay, I'm going to read like Kendall. Here we go. The first thing you notice when you go to North Coast Brewing Company's website is a very catchy phrase, making the world a better place one pint at a time. Still not deep enough. Once you get inside, you'll see they are proud of several things. They've been an independent craft brewery since 1988 when they started out as a brew pub in Fort Bragg. They are committed to philanthropy and sustainability. And their solid lineup of beers has earned them over 100 awards on both the national and international level. Woohoo! Yeah. That's almost as many awards as we've won. Well, almost. almost according almost. to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Mark, why don't you give us the lineup for today? Be glad to. The North Coast brewing beers that we'll be tasting and discussing today are Old Stock Ale, Old Rasputin, Scrimshaw Pilsner, Brother Theolonius Belgian-style Abbey Ale, the Tart Cherry Berliner Weiss, Prankster Belgian... <laughs> Shut you, up! Oh, was, what? Look, what? Try spelling when you're drunk. Right. Prankster they were Be- making fun of Belgian your reading ability? Golden Ale. We all know that one. And, and uh, of course, ability. the one that Dave drinks all the time, Foggy Day IPA. And then constantly <laughs> in a fog. You guys are jerks. <laughs> Thanks, Reverend Mark. That was man awesome. Of, man of the cloth, my butt. <laughs> Could have say what kind of cloth. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Polyester. Yeah. <laughs> leisure suit. Yeah, yeah leisure yeah. suit, Larry. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to my candle. Why don't you uh, give us the Suds ratings for today? We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two, was that a belch? Ah, what a relief is number three. And four, a body should really not make that sound. And on top is five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. All right. Let's get into it. So we're going to be talking about each one. We'll give us our opinions and we'll give our taste and we're, I mean, our tasting notes and rate it. And the cool thing about today is that we're doing it right off the cuff. Now, granted, We've pretty much tasted every one of these many times, but um, we're going to start fresh from scratch. There's one new one here that I haven't had, so I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. But he won't tell you which one it is. Until dum, dum, dum. Suspense. <laughs> All right. The first one we're going to get into is the Old Stock Ale. 10.2% ABV. Hey. Like mm. a fine port, the Old Stock Ale is intended to be laid down. Mm, yeah, <laughs> laying me down Drink already. A sixer of this, you yeah. Know. It's a good thing we're starting with the ten percent. Yeah, we starting with anesthesia, right? Mm. Yeah, Things it's to ease you, you into it, right? No. So this is an old ale, very malt forward, 
Very Maris ottery. Mm-hmm. Biscuity. Lots of yep. otter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Taste the otter. Boozy. A lot of otter that came across the water. It is yeah. very boozy. This yeah. is a this is a big beer. Yeah, dog. this one could lay down for a few yeah. more years, I yeah. think. <laughs> and you know, this is one one style of beer in this beer in particular that wouldn't you couldn't really ding it if it was terribly oxidized. It'd be just okay. Well, the, that actually ends up part of the style. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this one's probably pretty close to whiskey, Bob. I mean, it's, it's closer than the others. It's closer <laughs> than the others, absolutely. <laughs> Do you know was this a fresh? Uh, old stock, or is this a, one you've had this for a while? This is a 2021 old Oh, wow. Stock. Yeah. So, yeah. That, I, I don't know if I've had many fre- this fresh. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to, uh, I'd love to do a vertical of this beer at some mm-hmm. point. That would be solid, yeah. but I'd have to go back in time or start if, now. If you drink too many of this, you're not going to do vertical. You're going to do a horizontal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I think this is like the second or third most uh most savored by by myself over the last 20 years or so yeah yeah although put that in 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 with a seasonal mm-hmm. kind of uh caveat that it's usually in the cold months yeah it's, this made with, it's a real panther <laughs> so you know it's good well that's the best yeah well this isn't the kind of thing that you would drink all summer long no mm-hmm. it's got a bite to it and and i'm thinking I'm not sure I like it fresh as much as I do with a couple of years on it. Some of mm-hmm. these, like big barley wines, old mm-hmm. ales, mm-hmm. they definitely mellow out. Some of that booziness and the heat goes away. Mm-hmm. One of the kind of similar beer would be the the Bigfoot, which I think mm. is okay fresh, but I, I think we have done a show on the vertical of that. And yeah. after two or three years, it gets really smooth and tasty. So the, I think, yeah, yeah, let's come back to this beer in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, I think like that, like the the Bigfoot vertical we did, the J.W. Lee Harvest Ale, um, like any of those barley wines and things like that, the more you can kind of give them some time. Those are the ones you definitely want to buy. If you buy a four-pack, throw two or three in the cellar. Somehow this reminds them. me of what is it the English, the Hardy, the John Hardy. Is that right? It's been a long, long time, but yeah. it's very similar to that. What do you think, Bob? I think it's nice. Uh, I mean, I enjoy the body of it, but I definitely see where you guys are going. I think this definitely is one that needs some time because I think a little oxidation would take some of the edge off. Mm-hmm. It would. And mm-hmm. it would take sort of that alcohol forwardness down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Cool. Okay. Well, we are going to rate the Old Stock Ale a three. River Mark's under protest. Sorry. This is one that'll change, That's though. That's more like my... That, that would be my BJCP. Uh, yeah. I well, think uh, a 2018 if, would I, probably rate it I a get four that. What's five. the CP for? BJCP? Yeah, what's the, the second? Beer act? Judge Certification Program. That's oh, I'm thinking of something entirely different. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, if, I'd say yeah, it's not a five. Well, it's not a perfect five, but yeah. it's uh, it's really within the style. It is spot on to style. Yeah. That's, for, that's for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And with age, it would get better. Oh, better. It would go four, maybe five yeah. with yeah. the right aging. Yeah. 100%. Okay, right. moving on. <laughs> another light one i know exactly yeah. <clears throat> um man after my own heart old rasputin the nine percent abv russian she imperial likes crazy stout. monks i do from russia yes from russia now this is one of their beers that they do the most with yes like different barrel aged versions um blends different things like that there's a if you look on the north coast website half of their beer list is just different versions and variations on old rasputin right 
and it is yeah. still one of the best mm-hmm. Russian Imperial Stouts in the country. Yep. It's consistent. It's affordable. It's good fresh. It's good aged. Yeah. And now it's in a can. Beer. Yeah. Which yeah. will change the dynamic of aging it. It will. Uh, from a consumer standpoint, I can't imagine saying, you know, 12 ounces of this is just not enough. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And it's not drinking like a 9% beer. Yeah. It's, it's just a good, roasty, rich, chocolatey, a little bit of tr- semi-sweet chocolate there going yeah. on. And it's mm. just, it doesn't mm-hmm. taste like 9%. No. It'll sneak up on you. We... Again, getting back to the BJCP, this was sort of the the benchmark that we would evaluate other things against. Yeah, other Russian other, imperial yeah. stouts. I'm just thinking they should put this in 40s, but you know, ooh, mm. Mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about going well, the, horizontal. Uh, the barrel aged is in a 750 bottle. Yeah, there you go. I like that. I think they do them in yeah. 375s now too. Mm. I think the 750s are people are backing away from those yeah. more and more because mm-hmm. nobody wants to share. But the yeah. 40s make you look cool, especially when you have the little bag around them. Dude, you know, everybody yeah. else is drinking a 40 of like malt liquor and you roll out with a 40 of Rasputin. old Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you get some street credit. That That's point. right. Yep. <laughs> At that point, you're the leader of the gang. You are. And um, anybody watch Silicon Valley? This is what Guilfoyle was always drinking. If you ever watch that show, there's North Coast references all around that show, but he always was drinking Old Raspy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, we'll be back in just a minute with more about this beer and many more. We're already lit. Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode is Going Out West. We're talking about North Coast Brewing Company from Fort Bragg, California, and we're doing a takeover right now. The beer that we've been talking about for the last few minutes is the Old Rasputin. And this is one that we've covered multiple times on the show over the years. Like as when we've done stout style shows, um, we did the, is it worth it? When we compared the barrel age versus the regular version of Old Rasputin. Um, I think it's more than likely has been on some of the best of shows because it is definitely a benchmark Russian Imperial Stout. So we've we've covered it many times, but it's worth talking about more than once. Oh, it's totally worth it. I, you know, I think for me, this is the first Imperial Stout that I've ever had now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And coming off of the old stock ale, mm-hmm. that the roastiness like mm-hmm. really shines and I'm getting like a little bit of tobacco and it's just, it's so layered and it's mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the great thing about a well-produced imperial stout you know what i mean is is you got so many layers to begin with and then you let this sit for a few years yeah i would love uh to have a barrel age too uh kind of yeah side by side side with it but i think this is the first imperial stout that i ever drank you know way back probably one Mm -hmm. of the first ones that was widely available Mm -hmm. it was i mean you could back in i'm thinking you know even 10 15 years ago most craft beer stores would always have this around. And it, it's, yeah. it, it might have been the first Imperial Stout I've ever read, Juliana. Mm-hmm. Thinking back, it's been, a, it's been part of my repertoire for a very long time. Right. And, and the, pr- and the price points were really good back oh, at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Very cheap. Yeah, it's, yeah. This it's still one's still inexpensive. pretty. Yeah. What do you think, Bob? I think it's lovely. I mean, it's got a nice body to it. It's got some coffee notes in it. Mm-hmm. Do you drink a lot of stouts? I drink a little bit of everything. Yeah. I, I don't really have a favorite style. It's the same thing with whiskey and same thing with wine. I just go through swings. 
Yeah. You know, I get that. I think the longer you. Unlike Dave, who drinks his while he's swinging. Yes. <laughs> well, that's my maggot out of my head. <laughs> Dave standing there, sifting through a bowl full of keys, going, Who's coming uh, on with me tonight? Uh, uh, guys, my. Uh, she's, she's right over there. So kind of, I thought you were talking about the tire swing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just thinking about the tire swing out in yeah, your backyard. Yeah, honey, yeah. That's all they were talking about. It's just the tire swing. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. Jerks. no. <laughs> She's thinking, is that all I have to do to get rid of him? Well, guys, it's been a great hey, episode. Uh, I'm sorry you all have to leave right now. <laughs> How cool. Yeah. Well, the old Rasputin, we are going to rate a five. Nice. And one quick sidebar on here. You know, I'm getting into websites a lot lately. and Are you on their website right now? I am on their website right now. It's nice, isn't it? It is really nice. I know that sounds cheesy because, you know, breweries are a dime a dozen and their websites, you know, there's a lot of them. But there's Most something to be... crap for websites. <laughs> <laughs> there's something to be said for that. Yeah. Um, and, and this one is beautiful. It, it really is. So, yay. Kudos. The artwork on there is very cool. Yeah, yeah, I like the vintage feel of it. Okay, now we're going to switch gears completely, and we're going to go to the Pilsner, otherwise known as their Scrimshaw. Mm. It's 4.5% ABV. Um, it's brewed in the finest European tradition using Munich malt and Hallertau, Tettnang hops, and uh, yeah, this is a classic too. Well, this will be interesting because... Pilsners are all the rage right now, and and loggers, craft loggers in general are. So, let's see how it do. Oh, this thing has been around forever. Yeah, and yeah. if you would have asked me what's a good craft pilsner, you know, ten years ago, this would this and maybe what Mama's Little Yellow Pills were the only two Probably that would have popped you, in my head. Yeah, that mm-hmm. might be all you could think of. Oh, so good, nice, so malty. so authentic, very. German. Yeah. Very clean. And to me yep. in the summer, there's nothing more pleasing than something that's mm-hmm. just simple and effective. Yeah. Like Those. a German. Let's <laughs> 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 get that little bit of mintiness I get from the German hops. Um, yeah. yeah a just a, earth, just a tiny bit yeah. at the end. Very, yeah. very different from uh, American Pilsners that are made with American hops. It's just that traditional yeah. old world yeah, earthiness and a little different than like the Czech Pilsner, which would have more of your size uh, hop, yeah, uh, which are a little spicy and peppery. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got little little lady hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Mm. So, yeah, and yeah. this is this is such a. It, I wouldn't say. You know, I hate to say things are seasonal at all. You know, I mean, this is just every day, but it certainly is a really great summer beer. Oh, it really, totally, really is. Totally. I mean, so, lawnmower yeah. beer, everyday beer. So, Bob, like a lot of the, what we equate things to with certain styles of beers is like, you know, boat beers, lawnmower yeah. beers, that kind of thing. What's a good lawnmower whiskey? Is there a lawnmower <sighs> whiskey? 
Lawn mowing and drinking whiskey are two things that are not a good thing to put together. It's kind of like um, heroin and cleaning firearms. It's, uh, well, generally not a good idea. It's, it's well, it's like it's like anything else. I mean, when it, I mean, you know, it's summer. It's bloody hot, and you know, no matter how much you want to get your drink on, you don't want anything heavy. You're looking for something, uh, you know, a good bit lighter. So, you know, a more lighter style whiskey, uh, you know, even, you know, with a scotch, you know, more of a Highland, um, something with a little bit more of a citrus to it, something that's a little bit lighter. Um, and I'm, I'm with you guys. This is the thing that you're going to be drinking by the pool. And it's nice. It's got a great creamy mouthfeel to it. And, and I get, I don't know if it's mint or spearmint at the top, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's got that and it's got a little bit of a, I don't want to, I hate to use the word vegetal because it always doesn't sound good, but herbal sounds more rich it's more of a it's more of a vegetal thing but in a good way mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. sort of as a top note i mean it's lovely mm-hmm. yeah i think you're spot on great descriptors mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. well i think yeah mm-hmm. to your point like vegetal a lot of times people equate that with yeah. like um a, what green, is that green pepper yeah yeah Kind they're equating it to lawn clippings and yeah, forest yeah, floor, straw. and that's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. But if you say herbal, they're thinking of oregano and basil, and they're thinking of something a very, very strong herbal type thing. So it's sort of a. I, mean, I haven't come up with a good descriptor for it. So sure. vegetal is about as close as I can get. Well, it's like uh, you know when you say vegetal, you think of like the the lunch counter lady at a, an elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> Versus herbal, you think more like it's more. It's the, not. It's not. You know, you know, lawn clippings kind of. It's more of a. You know, it's sort of more of leafy greens sort of sure. vegetable uh, top note to it. Yeah. But it, in 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 the best way possible. So. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, I, all, I it's mean, all world. Yeah. It's very like old world. It, mm-hmm. it uh, is, and you know, there there's something to be said. You know, like. I feel like I'm sort of a historian and I love all the old stuff and the, you know, vintage things. And this to me is still relevant. It's still, it's current, Yeah. you know, and with all the excess that we've had in beers and other spirits lately, it's just nice to come back to something that's just good. Yeah. This is a baseline beer. This is, I can say as a, just a hobby brewer that this is really where you learn to do what you have to do. Yes, if because you can, if you can't brew a pills, and that's and the thing is, it's a simple beer that's mm-hmm. hard to brew. Exactly, <laughs> it's yeah, really hard exactly, to brew. Exactly, it's it's simple in terms of its composition, but you've got to really work to make it right. Well, and you don't have yeah. to use the the new it hops and yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. you don't yeah. have you know um, or the you know crazy new techniques or things. You just go back to basic brewing and you make mm. a really good beer. Mm-hmm. Everything doesn't have to be the most extreme. No. It doesn't have to be the, the, the one that's so hoppy that you can't literally even swallow. It doesn't have to be the one that's so thick that you have to massage your throat to get it to go down. There's places for that. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> but again, something like you said, going back to something that is, again, using simple sounds like a put down, but something that's simple, something that's straightforward, something that is seasonal, something that is good for this time of the year, you know. Well, Everything someone, doesn't have to be Octomore. You can, right. you know, you you can have a nice like yeah, Highland Malt. You can yeah. have a nice light rosé. You don't yeah. have to get, you know, the super Tuscan. Everything doesn't have to be 
to the edges. It's fine if you want to go there, but sometimes it's just nice to go back to the middle. Yeah. yeah. So as someone who's been called simple his whole life, I don't think simple has to be a no. down. No. It's not a pejorative term, Dave. Yeah. Believe me, we, we, we think you're great. I'm special, okay? <laughs> I am special. <laughs> That's what the nuns used to tell me. They said, you are special, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually followed up with a hit of some yeah. sort. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We are going to rate the Scrimshaw from North Coast a four. Uh, uh, I think we're on a good streak here. And one of yeah. the common elements we've had about all these beers is they're almost all classic reference styles. Yeah. And and you kind of expect that from a brewery that's been around for 30 some years now that's been, you know, just cranking out these consistent. They kind of got right, it right. Right. Yeah. Beers. Right. Every year, year in, year out, they're doing something that, you know, really sets the bar really high for everybody that's coming after them. They and do. I, and yeah. I think it's important that they're not improving on something that's pretty much just a baseline product. And and, and that in and of itself is a feat to be able mm-hmm. to completely, you know, just reproduce this on a weekly basis. And it's the same thing. Sure. Well, it comes out of security, too. I mean, they've been around since, what, 88? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Whereas how many breweries open and close on an annual basis? Yeah. So, I mean, these guys yeah. might have, you know, saying they've been around since 88 is like saying this particular deal story in Scott one is open in 1492. You know, they've been around <laughs> a long time. So, yeah. they, you know, they're secure. They don't have to throw the dartboard, you know, in any direction for yeah. every single release yeah. to what's the craziest thing we can to get the attention. They're comfortable where they are and it shows. Absolutely. And you know they they they're known for their really big beers. Of course, we just looked at the Scrimshaw, which is a, just a, a really light pilsner. But they they are not they were not part of the imperializing a beer sort of phenomena that's still going on, like the imperial pilsner. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, and they've never done a pastry stout that I've seen yeah. or a, you know lactose milkshake IPA. No. Old, old Rasputin with Oreos. Mm. Oh, blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I would totally pair some Old Rasputin with some Oreos. Old though. Rasputin aged in a Malort cask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would taste that. Yeah. I'm really curious what that yeah. would be like. Right now, I'd, now I'd taste thing. almost anything once, you know. I mean, probably not twice, <laughs> but once. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Well, and also to still be independent since 1988. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's that's impressive on its, you know, in its own right. And to do classic styles and not go off the rails and, and do the crazy things that some of the mm-hmm. newer breweries, you know, mm-hmm. they're like my favorite blue collar worker. Yeah. If yeah. They started when they you were know? young. Mm-hmm. If I started this now and I got to that point, yeah, I'd sell it tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm done. Where's <laughs> that big check? Sure. No, it's so big, big. And they're, you know, they're, they've distributed, they're distributed into just about every state. 48. So yeah, there you go. Even so- Alabama. <laughs> I said 48. Okay. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Actually, you can get a lot of times you, or for a long time, you could get better beer in Alabama than you could here. So yeah, there you go. that was true. We've come a long way. How would you know? You'd have to go to. Oh my God! Right. Can I'm, I, so can I change with you? I'm going to come clean with something. I am half Alabamian. So. I thought I. I thought I, I smelled. I thought I, smelled. That's I, thought what I stepped him, in something. Yeah. I thought I smelled. Yeah. That's why I got these summer teeth. That's you know, why summer makes pointed this way and yeah. summer pointed that way. You guys, yeah. whatever. My, I know I can make my wife and my sister, and there's only one girl there. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, moving on. That's where baby mama yeah. means a different What kind thing. of beer would George Wallace be drinking right now? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And wow. George <laughs> Wallace. I'd sure, I, I, I'm imagining a, a wet. Yeah. <laughs> so now this is the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Since this is the yeah. last episode of Success. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Reverend Mark, are you ready? I'm ready. This is this is your wheelhouse this is the, now. Yeah. Well, yeah. You We're going to go like to Brother Theolonius. Yeah. Well, I love Theolonius. I love Tom, his music. But yeah. I like to replicate these kind of beers in particular. So, so for yeah, those and of, monastic beers. So yes. for those of you that don't know, this is nine per nine point four percent ABV. Ooh. It's a Belgian style Abbey that um, their interest in Belgian ales and in monasteries that brew them have made them want to. Um, emulate that. Jazz legend Theolonius Monk is also an inspiration for You laughed North at Coast me when brewing. I said I like his music. Ah, see? No, mm-hmm. I, I was no. there uh, with you. We all like Theolonius yeah. Monk. Not everyone yeah. is into jazz, but they should, well, be. they should be. They should normal people. <laughs> <laughs> and the label features the jazz master himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, you I'm know down that? with that. Yes, it does. Yes. So, um, let's talk about it. I would serve this in my chalice. Sir, we don't need to use that kind of language here. <laughs> this is a family show. The aroma alone is beautiful. Oh, and it smells isn't like it though? all of those classic Belgian ales it's, you know, borrowing from. So was it Thelonious Monk or Charles Mingus that taught his cat to use a commode? I think it was Charles yeah. Mingus, so hmm. never mind. Hmm. Okay, different show. But that's a fairly common thing now, so we can trace it back to them. Yeah. yeah. He wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And published it. I don't know how well it did, but <laughs> you're the only one that bought it, dude. Yeah. Taught me how to use a commode. So I was going to say, I, I find it interesting you bought the book and there's no cat here. Well, yeah. you know. Okay. I stuck, oh, there is a cat here, I stuck, though, in spirit. In spirit. In our hearts. Right. In wow. our hearts. So this was one of the first like craft beers that I really got into heavily with uh, Brother Thelonious. And it's... Got a great, rich depth of flavor. Yeah. Nice yeah. body. Yeah. A lot of really good uh, dark fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. You know? Yeah. And um, and it does come out of that Abbey tradition. Um, you know, a little estuary, you know? Yes. Certainly does well if it's uh, cast condition, but it doesn't have to be. So those, um, those esters, like... It's not, you know, Fred Sanford's sister-in-law that we're talking about. Oh, yeah, that's right. I went there. It's um, Fred Sanford, you old fish-eyed fool. That's, uh, <laughs> so that's where some of those fruity notes come from in, the, in some of these Belgian beers. Like, you know, there's no fruit or anything added. It's just the notes from the yeast. Mm-hmm. And Belgian beers are so yeast-driven. That's yeah. what kind of makes them their hallmark thing I like about this is when you smell it, when you first mm-hmm. taste it, you mm-hmm. think this is going to be a very sweet beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's a and lot of not. malt in there, but it dries out so dry on yeah, the finish. Very it does. Yeah. It does. So, you know, you can, yeah, you can drink a, a really nice 12 ounce pour or whatever. And it's, uh, and it just is like a good, um, like a Bordeaux. It just opens up as it, yeah. as it begins to uh, warm, you know, yeah. as well. It doesn't make me think of a beer. It makes me think of sort of a slightly oxidized fruit wine mm-hmm. on the nose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, I'm getting plums. I'm getting, you know, red fruit. I'm getting almost, you know, almost 
dark grape notes yeah, on it. A little, uh, even and some, like you said, when when it when you smell it, you're expecting you know sticky sweet, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm, not. Mm-hmm. It's you know dry to going backwards to dry. So yeah, surprising. Well, it makes it really impressive because there's not a lot that goes into baking this style beer, but it's got to be executed. Perfectly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You have to have a good solid yeast strain right. to be able to produce this style. Any other thoughts? No. All right. I have no thoughts. We. <laughs> oh, I we. had thoughts once, but they cost me too much. So I <laughs> after the doctor inserted that electrode, it, they all went away. They're all gone. <laughs> I just wake up screaming once in a while. Mm. Well, mm. to Brother Thelonious, we are going to rate him a four. Uh, uh, 4.4 and for his music we'll give him a 5 there you go (laughs) true true. I think this has been a really good flight so far oh yeah and we will continue with more in just a minute welcome back Mm -hmm. everyone here we are just enjoying some really good beer today oh my (laughs) (laughs) thank you George (laughs) So, for those of you just tuning in, hello. We are doing a brewery takeover of North Coast Brewing Company in Fort Bragg, California. And now we're going to turn the dial a little bit and go a little tart. We're talking about the Tart Cherry Berliner Weiss coming in at 4.1% ABV. So, Michael Jackson, not the musician, <laughs> he describes Berlin white beer as having an insistent sparkle, a fragrant fruitiness in the nose, a sharp dry palate, and a frisson of quenching sour acidity in the finish. And an amazing moonwalk. <laughs> the Norcoast tart cherry Berliner Weiss is made from Michigan Montmorency cherries, if I said that right. Um, whose addition softens the lactic finish of the beer and brings it a springtime blush. And what a great color it is in comparison to what we've been drinking. And, you know, of course, I mean, historically, the, the, the Vit beer, uh, or the, the, rather the, the, the I'm sorry, the Berliner Weiss rather would be, would be served with, you know, some sort of a fruit. Sure. Like a raspberry or Mm a... What is the green one? Woodruff. Oh, yeah, Woodruff. Woodruff. Yes, yeah. yes, country yes. ham. Yeah. And that's and that's <laughs> yes. that's because it was so lactic. Yeah. To start with, you know, it kind of just so that would round that off a little bit. I just had so. a baby. It's not my fault. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, you were talking to him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> How beautiful! Yeah. Like absolutely beautiful. It's beautiful to behold. Uh, Sorry, you can't see this, uh, you guys out there. But hold it close to yeah, the mic. Yeah, Come on. hold it close to the mic. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's, so they've the done um, a few very variants of their Berliner Weiss. Um, I know they did quince mm-hmm. and um, a couple of others, maybe plum. I can't remember, but I think the tart cherry, the tart cherry is this year's Berliner Weiss from them, and I think it's the best one, honestly. I think and and the Michigan probably, at least as far as America goes, produces the best cherries. 
Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The most varieties yeah. and and the, the best quality. Yeah, you hear a lot about Washington State, and those are good. But yeah, I agree hippies. with you. No, yeah, I got yeah. nothing for yeah. you. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, sm- I smell hippies. Yeah, <laughs> they are so light and refreshing and clean and hippies? tart. It's just perfect. And this Talking is so hippies. <laughs> but this is so approach approachable. Uh, you know, like, I don't want people to think that, oh, it's Berliner Weiss. It's going to be really tart, like super tart. No, no. it's gentle. It's there, but it like, it warms you up like a good blanket. It's, it's easy. It's, it's stunning. And I still remember when we, when it first came to this area, we had a couple of bottles and we went like gaga over it. Right. And then we went to this one restaurant and we were talking about beer and they said, oh, well, you know, there's something in the cooler that you need to see. And it was the lone keg of mm. this in the area. It was like such a crazy moment. I think we all just like drooled oh, yeah, and drooled yeah. and drooled. Yeah. I'll tell you something you could do with this. Like if you were at a wedding reception or whatnot, serve it really, really, really cold and dispense it in champagne flutes and people would just rave they wouldn't know it's beer they wouldn't even know (laughs) sure Mm -hmm. sure i think you should turn it even colder and make it into a slushy yeah Yeah. that would be good too it would be an alcoholic tart (laughs) cherry slurpee Mm, and that no. would be fantastic yeah i could give that to my grandson yeah there you go It's kind of bad time, What's wrong son? with him? He's a little quiet. <laughs> you know, if he's teething, yeah. it'll be yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Was he much trouble, Dad? Smokes no. does not agree with any of the... Um, I'm sorry, One Tan Hand Productions does not endorse any of yes. this. The American Pediatric Association does not sign off on this yeah. particular recommendation. Was he any trouble, Dad? No, he's been quiet all night. I don't know why. <laughs> he's going to be really cranky in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's just absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I think it's probably one of the better Berliner Weiss out there. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm and you know, it's funny, like everybody goes for Goza. Like everybody's you know, a lot most of the breweries are making Goza when they do these, you know, like kettle sours and everything. So it's it's interesting the, the that they do the Berliner Weiss, but it makes sense considering that they're more into classic styles. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. It's kind of like doing a lambic instead of a kettle sour or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that they, they really are replicating a lot of these baseline styles. Yeah. And they do them so well. Oh, they do. They do. I And again, like no fuss, no muss. And they pick the right ingredients and they make it great. Well, the tart cherry Berliner Weiss from North Coast, we are going to rate a four. Uh, uh, Solid flight. Moving on. We are now going to go to the prankster. This one comes in at 7.6%. It's a Belgian style golden ale. Belgian ales represent the height of the brewer's art. Sophisticated brewing techniques, yeast blends, and unique flavoring elements have elevated the beers of Belgium to the status enjoyed by wine in other countries. Prankster follows in this tradition using a mixed culture of antique yeast strains that produce a floral nose, a full fruity flavor, and a very clean finish. Do you think they got them in an antique store? <laughs> they found them in their grandmother's house. Yeah. So, 
Hmm, that could be. <laughs> Grandma, why do you, you have know. all this microbes growing in the back? I've got to confess, She's though, though of the entire away. North Coast line, this has always been my least favorite. Really? Yeah. And just, it's a good beer. It's just, yeah. you know, it, it, for the style, it's just kind of average to me, though. Yeah, and it really doesn't compete that. well with the your your Belgian and your your mm-hmm. your Abbey ales that were you know kind of are precursors to this. Yeah, well, this is not necessarily one of the most popular styles anyway, and then it's also one of the the ones where the ones that are made really well are amazing. Like mm-hmm. the, this this style of beer, like if if you go and you find one that's great, it's gonna be like blow your mind it's not big enough to be a golden strong it's not hoppy and dry enough to be a triple Uh, i feel like it's kind of in between and and i would want it to go one direction or the other it's not a golden strong it's not a yeah at all in terms of it's it's kind of the same abv as a triple but it's just it's a little sweet um yeah and i I would like a little more hop uh, hop bite and dryness out of it it's almost like an under attenuated triple Mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's a good that's a good description which i don't like under attenuated triples you know yeah so it's almost like a double and a half <laughs> i think it'd be a good one for a summer beer though yeah because yeah. i think yeah. this yeah. i mean it's it's got a really mm-hmm. nice fruit flavor to it and it's got that little bit of tang and i think if you got this you know take it have a cooler blistering cold on a hot day i think this would be refreshing as heck so yeah. oh yeah you know it's Everything doesn't have to be, you know, the ultimate of its individual style. Right. It just, it has to be good. And, you know, I, I can't really find any fault with it. I mean, like you said, maybe it's blurring the lines between adjoining styles a little, but it's mm-hmm. well made. It's it's mm-hmm. It's got a very clean finish. It's got some really nice fruit on the palate. And like I said, blistering cold in a cooler after mowing the lawn one day. Yeah, this, yeah. this would get you where you need to go. Well, and I think, too, like even yeah, to yeah. Kendall's point of this is his least favorite in a flight where everything's a four or five, yeah, yeah. If it's your least favorite, yeah. it's like, eh, you know, it's yeah. still it's still great. Beer. It's still solid. Yeah. It's a solid yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, I I think because they do they 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 do lager, they do the pilsner and all the scrimshaw. I I could see this becoming a mybach. Mm. You know, oh, I mean, there's really something very it, similar to this bit. in a mybach. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. You yeah. could go there. Uh huh. Hmm. And that's one of my favorites. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I, well, if I may for a minute. Of sorry, course. Like, we're, we're just prepping <laughs> I know. for the final word. I kind of agree with Made Man Bob because I'm thinking about like historically the types of beers that were available over there, right? And this was almost like their lawnmower beer in mm-hmm. a way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This this is their version of a Pilsner. Yeah. It's very easy drinking. Um it's it's not too yeasty, mm. you know, and it's so not it does, yeah, big it's bold clean. ABV. Yeah. Exactly. So this can rival the Pilsners that we're enjoying so much here this summer, you know, and it's it's just a European yeah. version of that. And, and if you were drinking with a flight of other stuff, mm-hmm. it would stand out even more, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Because that yeast strain yeah. is going to give it that extra <laughs> pop, if you will. Yeah, you're basically saying this is my, you know, oh, the 12 years, my, you know, most hated Van Winkle product. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. I get it. But, you know, <laughs> if I find a crate of it at retail, yeah, I'm, I'm running. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Good you point. know, it may not be 
the Pilsner that we're all loving right now. So but. which one is your most hated Kardashian sister? Just, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I, I think all of them all, equally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Rob. Yeah. You're just making fun of him because he's pudgy. <laughs> Get it together. Don't be a hater. But for what it is, I think it's really nice. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. and the golden ale tends to be the little redheaded stepchild of all the Belgian styles. Hey, don't make fun of me sitting on the couch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was rude. I, mean, I don't mean to say anything. I don't want anybody out of line in your house, but I mean, come on. Yeah. Man, look at him. Ginger's already <laughs> taking a lot of heat. Do you see that look in his eye? He's like a hurt puppy. Yeah. Right now he's curling up on the floor. <laughs> Let me take the headphones off. I'm going to go rub his tummy. <laughs> He'll be okay. Gets He'll his be. leg going. It's, yeah. it's really cute. Stay north of the equator. That's all I'll tell you. No, he likes his south. That's the Oh. <laughs> Do you have any wipes or oh, yeah. we'll get you a sanitizer? Yeah, you it, yeah. You'll, you'll hose. Be <laughs> ah, there we go. Hold on. <laughs> they can't see the hand sanitizer, can they? I keep forgetting it's radio. No, but it's but it's there. They can it's smell there. it. <laughs> smell a vision. Oh yeah, hold it by the mic. Yeah. Mm. Smell a vision. Oh gosh. Make okay. It fresh. Well, the prankster. For most souls, we're going to rate a three. Still a solid beer. Mike should send us all to Fort Bragg so we can sample it on draft. Yeah, I think that's what we need. I want it fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need to be there now. Field trip. Okay. When you're ready. We keep calling for all these field trips, but they never happen. Last time I went to Bragg, it wasn't was this one. So. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get a free beer either. It's all free ammo. <laughs> all right. Last, but certainly not least. This is the newest offering or one of the newest offerings mm-hmm. that North Coast has, which I'm kind of excited about. This is the Foggy Day IPA. Coming in at 6.6%, it's their version of a hazy IPA. Foggy Day is their interpretation of an increasingly popular substyle of IPA. The beers are unfiltered and utilize heavy doses of citrus-forward hops. High-protein cereals in the grist, such as oats and raw wheat, create haziness in the beer and add a silky texture to the mouthfeel. There you go. So, how hazy is it? You know, I not think that he's not, not at all. And I think it's because they're on the West Coast. They just can't pull it off. And that's okay because I it's like not, West Coast IPA. It's a great <laughs> beer. It's, it's, it's not a, clear. So, you know, if you were on no, the West Coast, that, this is yeah. what you would get as a hazy. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty clear for a hazy, but it's yeah. delicious. And it's got yeah. those West Coast IPA flavors I love. It and is resiny not, and yes, piney. Yes, and yes, it's yes. not super sweet. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm just laughing that some guy actually convinced you guys that he meant to make it this way on purpose and he just wasn't out of filter paper that day. I bottle it anyway. These geeks will, you know, I'll tell them it's new. We did it on purpose. Yeah, but I don't know why, uh, you know, just a well established, iconic West Coast brewery would want to try to do something that the East Coast is just doing as a variation of a style that they've already established as being like. Because America is full of jerks. I know. I don't get it. I do get the softness on the on the mouthfeel. Yeah. It, it's not that crisp dryness that I get out of a lot of West Coast IPAs. There, you, it's got a little bit of that feel of a hazy. Yeah, so they're yeah. doing some high protein grist in there, right, but it right. just doesn't stick. It's got in, the mouthfeel, but I, you don't have to have the you know the cloyingly sweet 
finish. Right. right. You know. I totally agree. I like the oats aspect of it that gives it that silky yep. uh, yeah. mouthfeel. So, which I feel like hazy is becoming its own separate thing away from New England. Like New England mm-hmm. IPAs are hazy, soft mouthfeel, sweet and juicy versus hazy IPAs could be any it could be a Midwest IPA, it could be a West Coast IPA. They just add some oats and don't filter it and send you on your way. Yeah, I've been loving yeah. the new trend of more bitter hazy beers. Yeah. I can get behind that. It's crazy, though. There's a lot of controversy about these, which some people are just, filter your beer, man. should be clear. Yeah, as a home brewer, I used to produce these all the time when I didn't have uh, <laughs> filter papers. <laughs> Irish <laughs> told you. Irish yeah. moss. You know, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I didn't have anything to clarify yeah. this beer, so here you go. Yep. But, you know, dinged for it in but a oftentimes I'd have to say that clarity is overrated. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Washington yeah. says on a daily basis. So. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and, you know, I remember you be president, <laughs> sir. Yeah, right. and, I, and I think Kendall was there too. With Julianne and I went to a blogger conference, and the, one of the quality control guys from Budweiser was there, and he he gave us Budweiser from different. Yeah. Anyways, Budweiser is not bad until they filter it out and mm. water it down. Yep. It so was West un- Coast, yeah. East Coast. Why can't they get them filtered? So, um. Okay. Well, we are going to rate the foggy day a four. Uh, uh, that was paper. That wasn't <laughs> something else, everyone. Yeah, Can't the West Coast sure. and East Coast just get along? Isn't it enough no. they mm-hmm. took Tupac? <laughs> Biggie for life. Biggie for life. Well, that is going to do it for today's Sud segment. Very, very cool. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a oh. <laughs> The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry. Play podcasts, sip suds and smokes. And we would love your feedback. And you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at SipSudSmokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of reviews. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans (laughs) on those platforms. And do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a really big help to us, and we get to see your Facebook feed as well. Well, I want to thank everyone for being here today. Good old boy, Kendall. It was a pleasure. Mm. Please tell us about your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com and post our pics on Instagram at the same handle. Reverend Mark, so nice to see you. And I'm not dead yet. Yes. We're winning. Great news. (laughs) Bonus. Made Man Bob. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for being with us. Good old boy Dave. I am dead, so... There you go. In so many ways. It's so, so special. Inside, yep. outside. Yes. Yeah. All the ways. Inside, yeah. outside, upside down. This is good old gal Juliana. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time.
been a one-tan hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.